Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. When is the last time you felt alive? The last time you stepped out of the shadows and let the world see your light shine. This is a place for you to find yourself. A place to discover your passion. The gift you want to give to the world. If you want to dance, we hope you dance. Whatever and whoever you want to be is exactly who you should be. Welcome to Live, Love, Dance. Here's Deanna Lee. Thank you. I'm Deanna Lee. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Deanna Lee Dance. Also, my dance teams, the Boot Boogie Babes, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Today, we welcome to the show Bethany Keppel. She is the wife of a Navy chief. She is also the coach of the first ever Boot Boogie Babes and Boot Girls franchise teams in Charleston, South Carolina. Welcome to Live Love Dance, Bethany. Thank you, Deanna. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited to talk to you today because I know you have a really inspirational story. You are willing to share how dance positively impacted your life because at one point in your first marriage, you were in a really dark place. You are a survivor of domestic violence. And we're going to get into that, Bethany. But first, this is Live Love Dance, and we would love to know a little bit about your dance background. Okay. Well, when I was a small child growing up in middle Georgia, every little girl started taking ballet and tap when they were three. So I started taking ballet and tap classes and absolutely fell in love with it and had my first ballet solo when I was six. I was little Bo Peep. And um, just I I grew up devoting all of my free time to dancing. And my parents divorced when I was eight, and we relocated. And I started dancing there as well and really started developing my passion for classical ballet. And that took me to auditioning for the Boston Ballet Company, which I performed with them for two years when I was 15, 16. And then I graduated from high school and moved on from classical ballet for a while. Ballets are really tough sport. It really is. I had so many injuries, and that's why I knew that I would never be able to perform professionally. Talk to how tough it is to be a ballerina, maybe for someone that's listening to Live Love Dance that doesn't know, maybe he's never had on a pair of ballet shoes. For me, what I took away from that many years of intensive ballet was that it is probably the most impactful form of discipline that a young girl can have. It taught me to respect my instructors. It taught me to respect my classmates. It taught me to have confidence to stand on a stage and perform in front of hundreds of people. It also gave me the opportunity to use my dance as a form of therapy. After that, you ended up getting married, and now you are a survivor of domestic violence. And it's dance that helped you get out of that dark period in your life. And I'm sure if any woman is listening right now who is going through something like this can 
be helped by your story. Will you share with us? Absolutely. I moved away to college just after I graduated from high school and met my now ex-husband. And I should have seen the signs before we ever got married, but I thought he loved me and I thought I loved him. We got married started having children. I had two children, um, 15 months apart. So I had two little people at the same time Mm -hmm. and the violence just continued and the violence escalated. Um, at one point, um, I think I had filed eight police reports against him for domestic violence. And one day I just realized that this was the last time he was ever going to put his hands on me. I didn't want my son to grow up thinking it was okay to be abusive to women. And I didn't want my daughter to grow up thinking that this is normal. And so what happened after that? Well, I moved to Florida and was um, working in a country bar (laughs) and they were doing line dancing in this country bar. And Mm -hmm. at first I turned my nose up to it. And then I said, well, if I'm going to be working in this bar, I need to be able to play the part. You turned your nose up, too, because you're a ballerina? (laughs) I I did. I did. It wasn't classical ballet, so it didn't fit my mold. Right. And I started taking the classes and started learning the dances and fell in love with it. And then I met my current husband and... The rest of that is, is history. <laughs> yeah. But after after we met, um, he is, as you said, active duty in the Navy. And we were stationed in South Georgia and got orders to Banger Subbase there in Washington. We lived in Silverdale, mm-hmm. and we were stationed at the Banger sub, Submarine Base there. And about six weeks after we arrived, my husband left on a deployment, and I didn't know a single person, didn't know where anything was. And a friend of mine posted on my Facebook page about auditions for the Boot Boogie Babes. And I remember getting the email from you and encouraging you to come and join us. And I was worried that you weren't going to show up. (laughs) I know. At that time, the application process, if you will, was very simple. All we had to do was submit a 30-second video of us doing our favorite line dance. And I didn't have him home to record me doing this dance. And you reached out to me three days before auditions and you said, hey, Bethany, we haven't gotten your video. Are you still going to audition? And I explained the situation to you and you said, don't worry about the video. Just come on to auditions and we'll see you on Monday. And then you auditioned with all these ladies and I'll never forget. We only took two new boot boogie babes that year and you were one of them out of like how many women? I can't remember. I think there were 23 that year. Yeah. Yeah. It was really impressive. Yeah. yeah, you were you were great. Little ballerina out there line dancing. <laughs> yeah. And now fast forward, you were with us for three years mm-hmm. uh, here in Seattle dancing and performing with the Boot Boogie Babes. And that's how we became such great friends. I think the greatest part about this story and your story as it relates to helping other women is what you've been able to do in Charleston. So tell right. us about what happened. You you were here in Seattle, and then your husband got the call to, to move. Yes. We found out that we were going to be moving to the Charleston area, and I shared that information with you in a manager's meeting, and we both looked at each other and said, hey, let's go coast to coast. <laughs> so I started doing research and found a studio here and reached out to that studio while we were still living in Washington and had essentially already secured a location and rehearsed 
rehearsals time and moved here. Uh, we got here the end of June in 2018, and I had the meeting with the studio two weeks later and started teaching just after Labor Day of 2018. Shout out to Planet Dance Center for the Arts in Somerville, South Carolina. <laughs> and they are they are amazing, and they have been so accommodating to us and just so welcoming. Yeah. What is the owner's name? Her name is Nancy Alvey. Well, you started that boot camp there, and what a boot camp is is like we started basically beginner line dance lessons. And what were the ladies like when they came to class? What was it like? The first the first eight-week series that we taught, everybody was very nervous and very unsure because they'd really never heard of the Boot Boogie Babes. But you and I did a lot of work to market and promote in this area. And it just started growing and growing and it just kept growing. Mm-hmm. And during 2019, we started having opportunities to perform. And every time I turn around, I was getting another opportunity, another opportunity. And it just, my calendar for 2019 just filled up with performances. Yes. And not just performances, but you guys were giving back to your community. What are some of the things that you did to help the community? There were several times that we went to an assisted living facility and we would perform for the residents that lived in that assisted living facility. And for us to to be able to perform for them and see that smile on their face and that gleaming in their eyes, it was so rewarding because we were providing that for them and they literally wanted to get up and just dance with us. Some of them weren't physically able, but they were clapping and cheering and just smiling from ear to ear. I love that you're giving back to the community like that. And for these women, it's not just about dancing. There is a mission statement that you have been sharing with them and they have totally wrapped their arms around. It's And it's, it's really life-changing, but something kind of simple. And that is probably the most impactful part of what, what we do as an organization, but I really try to take pride in that. And that's we provide a safe space for women of all ages, sizes, and backgrounds to come together and grow through dance and lifelong friendships. And I have seen all of that come to life right before my very eyes every week when I step in that studio. It's interesting to see the different types of women that come in because they really are all ages. They're all sizes. They're all backgrounds. One of the beautiful things about watching what you're doing in Charleston is to see women come from maybe some background of domestic violence. Maybe they're going through a divorce. Maybe they're trying to lose some weight. Maybe they're, yeah. they've been a mom for 18 years and they haven't done anything for themselves in such an incredibly long time. And so this begins to become their me time and then goes beyond that because they get to meet all these like-minded women and then they all become friends. It is so awesome to see the people from different backgrounds and different walks of life that probably never would have met each other had it not been for what we're doing every week in these classes. And I have had so many women come to me and say, I've been the wife for so long. I was a mom for so long. And and I always put myself on the back burner. But now I'm doing this for me. And that is just so fulfilling. 
the even better part is when I have their husbands come up to me and say, you know, Bethany, I'm not sure what you're doing, but I love the way my my wife is responding and the way that my wife is so happy and she's so full of energy now. So thank you. And I keep telling them, don't thank me. I'm thanking you for supporting your wife while she's doing this. It's incredible to see how the guys get involved in it, too. What do they call themselves there in Charleston? They are the Boot Boogie Bros. (laughs) I love it. I'm looking here through Facebook right now because one of the women posted about what that mission statement does for them. I mean, it's a simple thing, but I think it's the reason why you do what you do in Charleston to help these ladies grow. And because it's not so much about, I mean, yes, it is about dance. Okay. We're all trying to get to become better dancers, but it's about something so much more than that. It is. And I tell them all the time, every time they come up to me, they're like, Bethany, thank you so much. And I'm like, don't thank me. Let me thank you. You guys give me so much and they just don't see that. Here is the answer. We asked one of the women why she wanted to be a boogie babe. And she said, (laughs) I mean, this will get you. Uh, She said, I've been a mother and wife for so many years, always putting the needs of my family first. I always feel guilty for doing things for me, things that I enjoy. I've always loved to dance, but definitely haven't gone as often as I would like to. When I was introduced to boot camp, I remember how much dancing makes me feel alive. I never wanted classes to end. When I came to audition boot camp, it sealed the deal. I knew yep. I wanted to be a part of the organization. Here's the best part of what she says. I mean, it almost brings tears to your, to your eyes. The atmosphere was inspiring, comfortable, energetic, and loving. Knowing that each of us has a story, a life outside those four walls, wives, husbands, kids, jobs, everyday struggles, lack of self-esteem, depression, you name it, it's in that room. But for those two hours, we are all in the same place, dancing away those struggles. We are there supporting, encouraging each other, laughing, learning together, and doing something we love. No judgment. No one is making fun of someone else. We are all equal, together, powerful, and uplifting. I know for me, my confidence is skyrocketing in all aspects of my life, just from the small taste of this organization that I've gotten so far. You know, I've seen women that come in and they haven't worn shorts in 10 years or 10, 15 years because they weren't confident. And we perform in short. They were like, I haven't put on a pair of shorts in 10 years, but I'm okay with it now. Or they, they put on a tank top to perform in and they're like, I, I don't wear tank tops because I'm, I'm usually really conscious of, of how big my arms are. But you put on that tank top representing the Boot Boogie Babe organization and you put on those shorts and your boots and who cares what you look like, how big your arm or your, your thighs or your tummy may be. That's not about the physical appearance. It is about that sharing that love of dance. You get out there in front of people and you're dancing and people are watching this and you're smiling and you're making them feel great. That's not what the people are thinking when they're when they're watching these ladies dance. They're not thinking, oh, look at her legs in those shorts. Oh, look at her arms right. in that tank top. They're thinking, wow, these ladies are really great. Look at them go. I want to do that. <laughs> A lot of people in the crowd at different venues have come up to me and said, you know, it's great that you guys have ladies of all these different sizes and, and abilities. And I think the public needs to see that because a lot of the times we get wrapped up in the stigma of, you know, being a stick thin Barbie doll and performing. And that's not that's that goes against every word in our mission statement. Well, it's like Trisha Yearwood saying about I'm a real live 
woman. <laughs> yes. We all have flaws. That's right. And I've, you know, sometimes I'm 10 pounds lighter, sometimes I'm 20 pounds heavier. It's not about that. It is certainly about making sure that women feel empowered. And I know yes. that's why you do what you do in Charleston. And you're you're literally building an empire of women there that are not only becoming better dancers, they're becoming more confident women and it's literally changing their lives. And the thing that I take away from it so many times is just how they support each other. They go such great lengths to provide positivity and support and encouragement for each other, whether they feel it about themselves or not, but they're always willing to offer that positivity. And that just speaks volumes about what we do. Bethany, let's talk about the future. Do you have any goals? Do you have any goals for yourself or for what you want to do there in Charleston? My immediate goal for 2020 is to just establish very solid community in the dance community here. Um, We've got a lot of fun things coming up this year. And I just want to see all these women continue to grow. That's just my big 2020 goal is just to keep growing what we're doing here. And then in 2021, we're going to make it bigger and better. We're going to be on bigger stages. We're going to be at bigger venues. And we're just going to keep doing what we do. We didn't mention this, but... In Charleston, you are holding four rounds of auditions. You just finished the second round this past week. Is there anything you want to say to the ladies that are auditioning? I just want to shout out to every single lady in the Charleston Boot Boogie Babes auditions. They are rocking these auditions, and they are just so full of confidence, and it is so inspiring to me. And they're having fun, Deanna. They're having fun, and that's what I love to see. Well, I wish all of them lots of luck. I want to shout out to every single one of them because I got to meet so many of them when I went to Charleston a few months back. And I one in particular I always think about is Tootie. That's the one that, that you know Leslie always talks about. Absolutely. <laughs> Leslie tells me anytime she sees Steel Magnolias, she thinks about Tootie. <laughs> I just love her name, Tootie. So we could go down the list and, and shout out all kinds of names. But she truly is someone that is represents this organization in its truest and most inspirational form. So, Bethany, I thank you so much for taking time to to talk to us today and to share your story. I hope that people that were listening, if, if they've been through a situation like domestic violence and they want to become a survivor, that they listen and are inspired by your story. Absolutely. And, you know, I don't know who hears this, but I am always available. My door is always open, and I would much rather somebody come to me than have to go through what I went through. Bethany Keppel, the wife of a Navy chief, the coach of the first ever Boot Boogie Babes and Boot Girls franchise teams in Charleston, South Carolina. I miss you so much. We didn't say I, you're kind of one of my best friends, and I miss you, and I love you. I know. You. <laughs> I love you too, Deanna. Thank you for calling. Isn't she great? Until we see each other again, I hope you get out there and live, love, dance. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.